0: Look, I got a testimony, I got to tell him what God did, I'm calling God the homie, he took me out of the mosh pit, I will contest the phonies, separate demons and God's kids, I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is, the word is my weapon, I move like a general. Hi everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me, I'm your host JJ, I'm so glad to have you walking with me today as we walk with Christ. Thank you for downloading and sharing this episodes, and thank you for all of the uh, visits to my sponsors that I've been seeing and I've been hearing about. Uh, the Also, we have uh, that sponsor with the Templar Chronicles 1 New Players. That book is amazing in the fact that it, it has actually uh, messages that we need in today's world, and it is fiction, so it's not like not like a documentary or something like that but uh, thank you so much for visiting those sponsors thank you for visiting True Bars he's a lyricist he is in his uh, he's on his journey now to finding God or actually his path to salvation because I always say that God isn't lost I, and, and I'm starting to kind of develop a, a kind of a way against saying I found God because God wasn't lost we are so thank you all for uh, visiting that sponsor and Exquisite Creations if you have TikTok or social media. Um, I think she does have TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I have my own reasons for that. We're not gonna go into it on this podcast. Uh, thank you so much again for listening, downloading, sharing. It's just not about me, it's about you. And it's about God. And I just sit here behind the microphone for a couple moments every week. And we talk about This thing we call the Bible And how to apply it to everyday life Alright, so uh, We're actually going to continue our discussion today In the construction of the Tabernacle of God And please understand that We're going to recap a little bit of of What was going on with the Tabernacle of God the The way God built it the way he wanted it built But everything is set up in a way to give us a uh, like a subliminal lesson, a, a broken lesson. In you. So, to so just to recap, we had the last week we talked about the man's approach to God, and the fact there's only one way in. And there's only one way in, and you can't get through, and you can't see into the mercy seat, you can't experience it anyway except you go through that one direction. Uh, And keep in mind, we're going to use a little more scripture today, and I always have to preface this uh, when we're talking about scripture. We have a rule on this podcast. Read a verse above, the verse below of the scriptures we talk about, but preferably the whole chapter. I naturally don't go through the whole chapter because, hey, uh, I do like to keep it below a half an hour because I want you to... Be able to absorb it And then go and study it for yourself Don't take my You don't have to take my word for it Go and study it for yourself Um That's what this podcast is about Because Only by studying it And learning it For yourself Through Revelation of God And you know, this podcast I guess uh, Can you uh, actually apply it To yourself And apply it to your daily living Apply it to your Christian walk Which then applies to your daily living It's all of one big one big pot, I guess you would say. It's like a pot of chili. The best chili have a lot of ingredients in it, and it all works together. And I say that because I love the chili, but I digress. But today, we're going to talk about the altar of sacrifice. Now, the altar of sacrifice uh, was when, after the priest approached the tabernacle by the altar, by the brazen altar, where he offered the sacrifice. Now it's important that we talk about the altar of sacrifice now because this is still in in the entering part of the tabernacle. This is still the outer edges of the tabernacle. And so these things weren't big, they weren't small, they were few, they were few deals. God made it for a particular reason. And it wasn't just so He can go in there he was saying this because this is what was going to sanctify the nation of Israel. And then today, this is what sanctifies the church and the world. See? So in Leviticus 17th chapter 11, he said, well, the flesh, of the flesh is in the blood and I'll give it to you on the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Sin has always been paid for in blood. Now you say, well, JJ, when did that start? That literally started when when God made coats of skins for Adam and Eve. You say, what? When Adam and Eve first sinned, and they, their eyes were open, and they knew the knowledge of good and evil, In order to do that, they had to have gone against what God told them to do, which is the sin. The original sin of not following what God said. When they realized they were naked, Adam made a coat or apron of fig. And it sort of just covered the front and certain vital areas. But God made coats of skins out of animals. In order to do that, he had to kill the animals. He didn't just snap his fingers and there was a coat there, he literally slew animals. And so for that time on, it was blood that was shed in order to cover sin. So now we're, we've already established that it was the blood that made the atonement for the soul and made, uh, covered up the sin and took care of sin. So and in, in now we're at this part where God is now saying, okay, from now on, I am not going to uh, slay any more animals for you. You will slay the animals to cover your own sin. And God is doing this because He is also laying a, another precept. See in the Bible, it talks about precept upon precept, line upon line. Here little and there little. This is another of the here little and there little. So the reason why the altar was there in the very opening or the entrance into the tabernacle was that you have to go through that part to even approach God. We're talking about initial salvation. This is not a daily thing. You don't have to go into the holiest of holies every day you went once again. But this is the very, just to actually go into the tabernacle, you had to have the sacrifice, to get in. You had to shed blood. You had to shed blood of animals. And God was very specific on what animals could be sacrificed and what animals couldn't be sacrificed, and he had reasons for that. And again, I don't want to get into all of that just yet, but we may. Luke 13 and 3 talks about blood sacrifice. For I tell you, yea, that you repent, you shall all like wise parents. Because the blood sacrifice was about repentance. The blood that was sacrificed from the animals in the Garden of Eden after Adam and Eve sinned was them turning away from their sin and now dealing with the consequences of their sin. Hebrews 9 to 22 says, and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. This is again talking about what the blood does or, or, or what the symbolism of the blood does. Now, if you're going to ask me why and you want to keep asking why, like that's something you really have to talk to God about. But this is the way God set it up. And that's as far as I can give you. Because God did it in the very beginning. He had to slay animals, innocent animals that had nothing to do with your sin. or for Adam and Eve's sin. He had not, those the animals had nothing to do with Adam and Eve's sin. So like, now you had have, you have to do this. You had to do this act of repentance. And it was the shedding of blood. But God was still weighing a precept that was to come. And the altar does teach us that. You can't enter heaven without the blood of Jesus Christ on your soul. But now and, and that is where the altar of Christ is in our lives today. And and, and what I mean by that is in John fourteen and six it says John Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Now we kind of raise over that when we talk about uh, coming to God, we talk about being saved. We talk about a lot of different things. We and we quote that scripture, but we're not exactly understanding that except by the blood of the sacrifice, we cannot be saved. We cannot even we can't go any further in to the the, the salvation process than we are without repentance without dying out without self-sacrifice without without the blood of Jesus we can't go any further into our salvation process that we are today just like back then. in this day in Israel's time and by Israel I mean the, ta- the days of the tabernacle you cannot get into the tabernacle without shedding of blood and it had to be the blood of animals it could not be the blood of man and that's something that God laid out very specific these are the animals you can sacrifice these are the animals that you can't these animals are unclean these animals are clean and we will talk about that when Jesus said I came not to destroy the law but to fill the law what he was talking about was not the ten commandments what he was talking about was not the book of Leviticus and Deuteronomy and all the other books of laws that we have. What he was talking about was this law of sacrifice. And and we're coming up on Easter right now. I'm really trying to get away from saying Easter. But I say it now for familiarity. What When Jesus rose from the dead, that book proves a fiction and resurrection time. Do we realize that when Jesus hung his head and the spirit of God departed from his body the temple was broken the tabernacle was broken the veil was ripped so now the, seat, the mercy seat was exposed to the outside what God was doing there was saying that we no longer had to sacrifice rams and goats and, and stuff like that for our salvation because Jesus was the the land. He was innocent blood that was shed for us. And that whole the whole process that that Jesus went through. And I was watching uh, was watching Passion of the Christ again the other night and I must begin really uh, emotional in my old days because I really it really hit me this time because I I don't think I actually saw it all the way through the first time but I actually saw it all the way through and, and yeah you can point out little things here and there that was done for dramatic effect but just the idea that God would literally come down wrap himself in human flesh to be able to experience. Everything that you and I experience everything the, the, the highs of, of of adoration the the lows of being hated um the pain of being persecuted uh and you know and then on top of that to actually feel what what we can go through is as, as far as uh um, being able to die out the sin. Now I say that very carefully because we all know that God can't die. God is the spirit. And and just a little aside, in case you've ever wondered why Jesus said, My God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? And I, I did get this question a couple weeks ago. I responded to the person, but uh when when Jesus said that it wasn't because he felt that God had left him behind or God didn't rescue him off the cross. What Jesus was saying there was that it was his fleshly man, his fleshly man, realizing that the spirit of God lifted from that body. And the reason why the spirit of God lifted from that body was so that the body could die. Otherwise, this God can't die. And this is what the, the devil was really trying to do is he was trying to kill God. He really thought that he had cornered God and and he got God now in human form. He can he can tempt them and twist them and do all the things that he's done to man for thousands of years and then just to realize that Jesus had overcome him. And this is when that happened when Jesus hung his head and gave up the ghost. He realized, you know, the body had realized that the spirit of God had lifted uh, from him, and, and we saw in the in in the uh, beginning parts of Jesus' uh, uh, ministry where the spirit of God had descended upon him. And he had, at no point do you ever hear about the spirit of God lifting and descending again. It, when Jesus got baptized. Spirit of God came into him. When he hung his head and died, the Spirit of God lifted. Jesus was God manifesting in the flesh. And when this, so like I said, when all that happened, this is why in order for that, that the beginning of our salvation to happen, we have to repent. We have to, and that's where the blood is applied for us. Um, now next week I'm going to talk about The labor of water Now We're going to go in a little bit more Detail about that Because There's a lot of scripture that That has to come into play here But this is going to be a very short episode Because I, I do want to save some time Because we're going to doing a lot of questions I'm uh, getting a lot of questions and, Oh and if you have any questions Let me just I'm not sure if I mentioned it earlier uh, If you have questions Send them to Walker. Bible study at Walk with me Bible Study at All over. Uh, but here's the thing, and I probably we're probably gonna have to do two a week now, two episodes a week because the question. I, I love getting the questions, don't get me wrong. Uh, just responding to them. It's probably gonna be better if I just respond to them the way I'm responding to them now today. But I, I do love it thank you so much for listening to the show but uh, keep in mind again, I get back to the show here Uh, we have the labor the the brazen altar is where the sacrifice is sacrifice is important the sacrifice is critical it's crucial it is the first step now, let, let's let's get this straight. You know, i I getting a question here, and, you know, sometimes I hear a question in my mind, maybe God's telling me to say, you can get baptized first. In today's, in today's, uh, the New Testament, you can get baptized first. I've, I've known people to get the Holy Ghost first. But all three must be present. All three steps have to be present. We'll talk more about it. Thank you so much for taking your time and spending with us today, walking in the Lord, walking in the Bible here. Again, my name is JJ. I'm your host for this podcast. Walk with me. Like it, share it, download it, whatever options you have on the platform that you are listening to us on. I appreciate it. I really do. Tell it to someone else. You may actually be helping them as well. Check on them. Make sure you give them your love. Give them our love. Because we are a family of walkers here, and I really do appreciate it. Thank God for each and every one of you. I love you all. God bless you. Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I'm to do, give me your reason. Give me your reason at the words, words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been doing, give me your reason.